0: Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules.
1: Hi, hi everybody, I'm Holly Borges.
0: I'm Sarah C, what's up?
1: what's up we're back for episode three
0: that was a good one and extended I was like that was a nice little treat yeah I was like oh my god I (laughs) because I I was watching the early feed so I was hand chicken scratching notes and I think I went through like an entire notebook (laughs) Like, this is not conducive like it's, it's nice because you get to see it early and watch it a couple times and get it done. But then it's so much easier just hitting pause, catching up, play, pause, <laughs> you know.
1: I really like I, – I realize that I, I like seeing it early and I'm grateful to see it even the day of because I don't have cable. But I'm like – Yeah, it's it makes it very difficult. I was just talking to Sarah and I was like, hold on, I'm printing my notes. And she was like, what? It's because I like have to watch on my phone. And then like either I I can't look down to write. So I just like propped up my laptop and then my phone and just whipped out, you know, my shorthand typing. So
0: I was very proud because I'm the printer
1: yeah and like yeah the fact that i have ink paper it's like i really have my shit together today
0: (laughs) it's like it never aligns like that though because usually remember all the times you come over i would ink and paper but then there'd be a paper jam yes i'd be like beating the thing (laughs) yes something always happens like if it doesn't jam then i'm out of ink totally i'm out of paper (laughs) exactly using cardstock or photo paper yes Ah, oh, so a lot. Well, we've got a lot coming up this weekend. You guys, we'll be posting on here and Patreon. Um, pretty excited. If, as long as we can get up there with this like worst blizzard since World War Two. I have, know, like...
1: it's crazy. I ha- I'm supposed to have baton lessons today, and I'm like watching the weather, like you know, because. Every time I cancel it because of, like, weather, then, like, suddenly at the exact time that it's supposed to happen, it's, like, sunny and the birds are twerping and everything's (laughs) fine. So it says it's supposed to be clear this afternoon, but I don't know. We'll see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll be coming to you this weekend with that stuff, and we're going to do Jersey 2.
1: I was watching all the stories last night of... I guess it, it must have been like a little exclusive event or something. And um, it looks fun. Looks Looks like we're going to really get to rub elbows.
0: Yeah, and we'll be doing some shopping, you guys, and doing some giveaways here and on Patreon. So if you haven't joined our Patreon, go um, double up your chances like we did at Christmas. Cause yes. I love the HeartSpring stuff. The lashes are great. Um, you know, I haven't... You know, we could look at some of the other stuff Lala has and try something different.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I've only tried her lip gloss, I think. Well, we tried bronzer a long time ago, but like I've never tried any of the eyeshadow palettes or anything.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to like look at it and like touch it, you know?
0: Or the baby stuff.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Totally. Well,
0: speaking of some news, you guys have probably seen this all floating around, and those of you that don't on social media for this kind of stuff. There was a little bit of a battle the last few days. Raquel posted a picture of her and Schwartz in front of Schwartz and Sandy, just saying, like, just cause, and just (laughs) remember, you guys, they are not together. She's just being cheeky and funny and probably good timing for last night's episode, right? She's literally doing her job. Yes. And Katie literally fell right into the trap of it. Yes. (laughs) She's like... LOL you really thought you did something here with the. she's like but these comments ate like because there's so many like pro Katie comments yeah and then Stassi chimes in and was like I know nobody asked for my opinion but this is what I miss giving it and so then that brought out like this Stassi posse in full force it was crazy yeah so that was fun so then Katie continues then she went and storied her text thread with Sheena but I want to hear your perspective on this because from what I read I read all of the texts. I'm like I don't understand what the big reveal is here like I thought Sheena sounded fine like she was a she was saying, hey, but you told me this in Vegas. Well, I don't care. That was then. I was just putting out a front or I was drinking. She's like, well, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I apologize. Like, I see Sheena apologizing and trying to understand where Katie's coming from and then telling her perspective. I don't see, like, some big smoking gun in these receipts here to, like, oh, my God. She really got Sheena. Like, I'm like, actually, I think Sheena sounded pretty good in her text. But yeah, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, same I don't I've really been battling with this and like I keep on giving like Chad scenarios of like you know like if 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 something happened and we split and then like if I date like I keep giving him like names I'm like well what about this person would this cross the line would this cross the line and um it's interesting because some people do trigger him and some people don't you know what I mean like I don't I'm trying to put myself in their shoes and I'm having a hard time Like to me, like, because like I I see the argument on both sides and like, I'm just, I don't know. And it just
0: feels. So it's deeper than that because, well, let's take Joe Schwartz's supposed either previous girlfriend or current girlfriend, depending on what you're believing. She's in the friend group. Is that okay? Yeah. I mean, she's always hanging out with all of them and supposedly they met through Kristen Doty. So isn't that the friend group? But then we've got, if we look at, this was July 2022, so this is six months after Katie asked him for a divorce. What's the appropriate amount of time? And if we recall back, I remember Lala saying on a, a couple podcasts like that she was a guest of, and I don't know if it was also her podcast, but I, I kind of think it was at her live show that we which I think was April or May, right? Yeah, April, mm-hmm. actually. And she she was saying how Katie was getting, like hitting it, like just getting it and getting some big old dick, the way Lala likes to say it, and like just hitting the town, like like getting a lot of interest and going like, on a lot of dates and getting that big old dick. So that's April or May. So why is it okay for Katie? I know on last night's episode, she said she'd only gone on a couple dates. So maybe Lala was just exaggerating. Who knows? But... If I'm taking Lala's word for it, then why is it okay for... I mean, I guess because they're not in the friend circle, is Katie's point. Yeah. But I don't know. It just seems like, as Katie likes to say, the convenient narrative. It's like, she filed. She's dated and effed other dudes. So she, and she still wants to determine who Tom can and can't see. Like, it doesn't really work that way. You can't have You can't have control anymore
1: yeah and i don't know like i I, will get into it in the episode i guess like but i i feel like they're both like mirroring things that like they like are deep seated issues and they're kind of using sheena as like the i don't know yeah like yeah like as like she's the problem like creating all these things but it's like dude this has nothing to do with her like it's so obvious and um this has gone on their entire relationship and so it's just like i feel like everything's just bubbling to the surface again and it's like borderline hard to watch because you're just like ugh, like the way katie talks to him the way he talks to her it's just like oh my God,
0: he was cowering down like flinching like yes a child yes an animal
1: yes i mean if and we... then and then like he chooses <clears throat> and i see like i see how he gaslights katie though too because yeah. then he'll you know she'll be like your stupid friends you know and he's like what I like Sheena and she's like what you know like just like the reactions that like they give each other are just like like they trigger me so I can't imagine like being in their shoes like it's crazy
0: I think she should be thanking Sheena for what she did on the show and what's happening now because it's making Katie quite relevant more than she has in five seasons
1: it's showing a it's give like finally the viewers are getting to see like a different side of katie and like you know like a a little bit more i wouldn't go as far as saying she's being vulnerable here she is trying to tell sheena like i changed my mind i don't like it but it's still not done in like a a a, a nice way you know it's like yeah she's trying she's yeah. all she's almost there it's like she's being you know, true she really is being true katie it she just is
0: she's being tequila katie without the tequila yes um i think yeah you're right not that she she should act a certain way but probably if she had came at them from that like a different approach or tone like on summer house maya was telling Lindsay, it's your tone and your delivery like if katie hadn't come at it the way her and stassi love to like yell and finger point instead if she had been like crying and been like I'm just not ready. It's too painful. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I think-
1: or like, I think- like like I made a choice that was best for my mental health, and this is hurting me. Something like that would it like it would it would stop every no no one would have an argument because we see that we all see that, but yeah. it's it's the approach that she takes and the, the like you said the tone that just makes you it, I don't know it like it it makes me want to fight like it makes me want to like do exactly what she's doing and go back and forth with her and i really think in in some deep dark place she thrives on that she likes doing that and that's why she was you know but she she's trying to break that pattern by divorcing tom but it's like coming back up i don't know
0: yeah well we get to hear more about it in the episode
1: well uh, and i and we Sarah and I will do our best to get some inside details this weekend as well, since we'll be talking to some of the key players this weekend. So we will bring back more Intel for sure.
0: And I did re-listen to her podcast. I remember thinking the podcast wasn't bad because you guys like we went to the Canyon club the day after the podcast, we talked to Schwartz Schwartz. I now I understand why he was like so open about it with us because it was so fresh and it was like, that was all that was happening for him at the Canyon Club, um, saying Katie's mad at me for the this podcast. I'm like, well, I heard the podcast. I didn't think it was bad. Um, you know, she was just being kind I of. I mean, like yeah, it's
1: it's cheeky. like it's the first thing. Like, I literally ran up to him and I was like, "That what your podcast was amazing!" Like, and that's how I felt. I I loved Sheena's podcast with him. So, like, I and feel she did like if. Have- I feel like if you go and give it a listen she wasn't I I didn't she wasn't doing anything like it I could see like I feel like anything anyone would do would piss off Katie like it's everything's raw for her and she just needs to admit that everything's raw for her it's it's it can't be easy so I think that's fair but like if like you guys should give it a listen because then it like kind of puts into perspective of like what's going on
0: because she did have Katie's back a lot on that podcast saying, um, no, I'm here for her too. I love you both. You're both very cool. You know, and then she was talking about hooking Raquel up with one of Brock's friends. Well, and she and... kind of
1: she kind of went in on him a little bit, you know, asking, you know, the questions that like are kind of awkward, like, you know, do you think like some of your actions led to this, da-da-da-da, you know, like it wasn't, Yeah. it wasn't like all... I don't like hyping him up. You know what I mean? Like she still did her job of, you know, asking the hard questions too. And and he was very open, which made it so, like, I just remember feeling like energized after. And yeah, when we were at the Canyon Club, we were like, dude, that was so good. And he's like, are you sure? Like Katie's really mad. And we're like, no, like you were so authentic and so open. It was, so, you know, and he's like, oh, you know.
0: <laughs> well, and like Sheena said, he didn't have to answer. You know, and also up to this point, this is July. Katie had talked about Tom and the divorce on her podcast several times and on other yes. people's podcasts, Stasi's and other ones she's gone on, La La's, I think she talked about the divorce she talked about tom and everything he didn't do and the problems with him so why does she get a platform to say everything wrong that tom did but he gets no platform just because he doesn't have a podcast so he goes on a good friend's podcast that you know he felt comfortable discussing because she knows a lot about their relationship like why can you talk about it but he can't totally double standard
1: and that's, I remember, I remember leading up to that podcast of, you know, and hearing Katie talk about it so often that I was like craving to hear Tom's perspective. And um, it, it was nice. I, I'm glad that Sheena got him. And that, that is like, you know, everyone's like, just stop, your, Katie's like, just stop your podcast right here. It's like, she did a good <laughs> job, dude. She literally, like, obviously it worked, like her like it, it bothered you so like the listeners are all going to love it like i don't yeah. know i i just i thought that was really stupid
0: oh i know <laughs> she's like you just need to stop it like oh
1: okay yeah okay i'm i'm done i'm going to throw in the towel thanks Katie thanks for that the uh, great idea i've been
0: doing it for 5 years and you've been doing it for like yeah
1: your podcast was, is like... much better i'll just get out of the space <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Okay, so what do you think is going on? So you guys just resurfaced again. People are like, oh my gosh, breaking news. We found Schwartz's new girlfriend. It's like, you guys, we've been talking about this for six months. Well, get with it. Yes. (laughs) So, So do you or do you not think Schwartz is still with Joe? And by Joe, you guys, I'm talking about Joe, the girl we've talked about. We've posted in our Patreon and maybe in our Facebook group, too. Um since like last fall. And then like we didn't suspect her was Schwartz, but we we were like, who is she? I wonder remember when she was like frantically on the phone the whole time at in San Diego? Yeah. I wonder she's talking to Schwartz. Maybe. And she's I- like,
1: I don't know like I, you guys know like I, I'm usually wrong about my, my 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 guesses that I have like I, I I build up this whole story in my head and I think I'm right and then I'm wrong but I am gonna go I, I do not think that they ever were together I kind of believe him about the friend thing um just because like just just from watching her I don't know but But then, like, Schwartz is, like, such a wild card, and, like, he always does things that surprise me, so maybe? I I don't know. But, like, from witnessing her up close numerous times and, like, staring at her, I I just, I don't know. (laughs) Staring at her. (laughs) Literally. Like, I
0: was staring. I mean, I kind of got some confirmation in December at the Bourbon Room when I was like oh yeah Schwartz's girlfriend's right there and I got the it was it was it was a message yeah like no no nobody I didn't say that nobody said that like wink wink yeah yeah so he's either like really keeping her under wraps because she did go off social media and like delete her website or whatever which is fair because she's not being paid for the show but if they're not together, he sure is spending a lot of time alone without her. So I don't know. Is he just – are they hiding it to protect it? Or does she just really not want this attention, which is totally fair? Or I don't know. Or, or was is it he, just a little or
1: is he using her as like a crutch because he can't like live his life and like they both like live this like wild lifestyle together? I, I don't know. Like
0: I – and then he uses Raquel for these fake little decoys. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see. If you guys don't know who she is and would like to, go in our Facebook group, go in our Patreon, and you can see. Or if you can't find it, just DM us or email us, Vanderpump Rules Party at gmail.com, and we will forward it you to up. you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you believe that Jax was on is this like truly truly confirmed he was cast on a villain show <laughs> but already eliminated
1: I mean I absolutely believe that I think that is hilarious <laughs> um but I'm like I've like I guess it kind of surprises me I would think like he's you know with his military training I would think that he would be <laughs> able to, you know, navigate the games a little bit better and be a little mentally strong and, you know, be able to make it at least to, like, round five.
0: Mentally strong. He cracks, like, the second Stassi batter eyelashes. He's like, okay, okay, I'll tell you.
1: He's, she's like, are you lying? And he's like, yes, I am. <laughs> you got
0: me. You're so good. <laughs> um, I wonder do you, <laughs> people out there in the industry, like, we should ask, like, Teddy Mellencamp or something. Do you get paid – like if you sign up for something like this or The Challenge or whatever, Big Brother, do you get paid for the whole – like does your pay – like the the longer you last, you make more money or are you just paid a flat fee to do the show and it doesn't matter if you're eliminated first or last or besides like – I would the assume
1: it's rides. like a flat fee with the hope of a bonus of the win. You know, like right. that's your – like if you win, obviously. So you're fighting for that extra amount and then, and then, and then, obviously, if you're like a thirsty social media sort of influencer person, you want to stay on the screen as long as you can, right? Yeah. But unfortunately for Jax, that didn't <laughs> work out.
0: Yeah, too bad. I know. Um, okay, so I listened to Lala's podcast. She does explain the Shania Twain shade from last week. Okay. She said she loves Shania. She's been to Shania's concert. She said because she can't drink and she's at a bar with everyone getting drunk, the only thing she can get off on is the music. So if she's in a bar or a club, she wants to hear club music to like get her off. And Shania just doesn't really fit the bill for that vibe. Okay. Yeah. But what was more interesting on... Um, you know when they went to watch What Happens Live last week in New York? Yes. So after they went out to this bar and Katie met a guy, went home with them, stayed out all night. She texts Lala in the morning, are you home? Like meaning at the hotel. And Lala's like, not yet. I'm getting close because then Lala called up one of her like regular booty calls on her roster and like drove over at like 4 a.m. to hook up with this, her dude. Oh. So both of them had little hookups last week and stayed up all night before their flight
1: (laughs) okay way to make the most out of the trip
0: yeah um in other interesting news she said so it sounds like she's doing you know whatever she can to help whatever investigations against randall right she said there's so many women that have sent her, like, screenshots, but now they're kind of, like, backing out because, like, Randall's paying them off. And they're like, oh, I don't remember. She's like, well, I have the screenshots you sent me, so you're shit out of luck. Um, But it got into, like, how he keeps trying to pay people off to be quiet. She said that he offered Chris Medina $10,000 to tell Lala that she needs to make it work with Randall. Oh, like, because because Lala, like, everything Chris tells Lala has been true. And so she, like, has so much faith in his, you know, word and advice. Yes, yes. And Randall knew that. And, but Chris refused. Isn't that amazing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. That's crazy. Um, it fits right in with him using the therapist. So then she said she called the therapist after she found out the whole deal with when amber told her that you know blah 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 i guess um so after obviously lala left and she started talking to amber she talked about this therapist and amber's like that's who we use for our marriage counseling she's like lala do you remember when you were with randall and then he went away for some um two-week retreat she's like yeah she's like He was with me in Arizona. We were doing a marriage retreat trying to save our marriage. Oh, my gosh. She goes, I ended up leaving early because he kept um, sneaking out, and I knew he was calling you. So she's like, what's the point?
1: (gasps) Could you imagine?
0: Oh, my God. So after Lala found that out, she called up the therapist. She's like, Morgan. And she's like, Um, I can't believe you did this and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but Lala, we had so many good sessions after this. Why is this a problem for you? And she's like, oh, it's not a problem for me. It's a huge problem for you. She's like, this is so unethical. You're going to be reported to every board. So Lala's coming for this therapist too. Dang. And, And then the therapist has the balls to say, well, if it's any consolation, he owes me a lot of money. Oh, my gosh. Lala laughed and said, get in line, honey. Yeah. (laughs) That's so crazy. This story, man. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Okay, you just texted me something.
1: Oh, yeah. Just, you can read it after. Sorry. I just saw it and it just bugged me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because... um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of know why but um yeah whatever so So that's the fun stuff has anything else been going on that i have um you know the other thing i wanted to note when i re-listened to sheena's podcast with um schwartz is he was talking about james and she's like well didn't james believe the coachella rumors were true and tom's like yeah yeah he did he did but you know I squashed all that I finally you know got him to believe that didn't happen I wasn't even at Coachella he's like oh me and James are closer than ever he's my buddy now he's like we call and text each other all the time he's like Ali's super cool so this is like late July that he's saying this right how he's so close to James yeah and like three weeks later he's making out with Raquel <laughs> yeah yikes crazy so again but nobody's coming to schwartz with this it's all homewrecker raquel or sheena
1: um i'm I'm gonna jump ahead just for a second so i i caught watch what happens live a little bit like it was kind of chaotic over here so i missed some but i felt really bad for ali during watch what happens live like the cutaways that they would do to her face i was like did no one coach her to just like plaster on a smile? Because it like every time they cut to her, it was like so awkward.
0: And it was like dark lighting. Yes. And then he, he had so many shady questions. It was like, you know, he's like, "Mary, I've killed Lala, Kristen, Doty, or whoever."
1: It was just like all. No. Uncom- it was all uncomfortable, and which is kind of what Ali should have to deal with because, like. It's kind of like what, what Brittany had to deal with with Jax. You know, like, everyone would always ask him, like, Hey, what about Stassi? She was your first love, right? You know, it's like, dude, she's sitting right there. Can we, like, not? You know, right. and they would cut to her, and she'd be like... <laughs> but uh, yeah but poor Allie like I felt like you know she was like like I even felt like there was like shadows on her face when they would cut to her like it was just like oh my yeah, god
0: I mean. the lighting and then it was like the lighting on top of like a shady question where you're not going to be like ear to ear grinning it's like come on man
1: and and it, it actually made me think like I kind of liked her reactions better than like how Brittany would react because Brittany would just like, like so ex- like, she would accept Jacks no matter what. Like he would like literally take a poop on her and she'd be like, <laughs> but I, I kind of liked that Allie was like, you know, she wasn't enjoying herself. Like it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that, that looked yeah. really awkward. And yeah, like, could you, like, could you, could you imagine me like mom, dad, I'm going to be on watch what happens live tune in. And oh, then, God. and then like, they're, they're like, really? Like, this is what our daughter's sitting there doing like being humiliated
0: right and this is who you're dating because and like because like
1: sherry it was just always so happy that britney was like (laughs) on television it didn't matter like whatever like anything could happen like they were just like so thrilled that like she was on tv Jax taylor's
0: gonna be my son-in-law oh my gosh (laughs) yeah poor allie's parents i know
1: and poor Allie like there was like there's nothing she could do because it's like his history and like Andy has to like what else is he going to say but um, yeah I was, was just so
0: awkward the first like five minutes like what was wrong with A.E. she just kept she was acting so bizarre and then she and, kept interrupting him yeah and uh, like
1: Andy usually like literally almost chops someone head off if they say the F word oh, and she said it like
0: off. 30 times that and he was like laughing. I yeah, he's totally like, <laughs> noted that. Yeah, I'm that like that, that's weird.
1: Exactly. Even James was sitting there like, What the hell is happening?
0: Andy's such a kiss ass. Yes. Um unless he's above someone and then he's like you're never invited back. Yes. But yes. like James handled it really well. Like she kept interrupting him, he just suck it up. He, you could tell he was irritated, but he was just, like... And, empowered. like, yeah, and a
1: couple of times, like, he was, like, trying to, like, set them straight on, like, the story, and he remained calm, and he just, like, was like, no, it's da 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 Like, if you watched the show, you would know. he He didn't say that. He was nice enough to not say that, but he was basically, like... No, if you actually knew it's this
0: you know like it was like oh like why did she keep chiming in because it was clear she didn't know anything about the show no
1: no and she yeah she was just taking the little tidbits that andy was giving her and like trying to judge on them and it was like if you don't even watch the show like we don't care right so yeah i'd say that was a win for james he really i thought he really did well
0: yeah for sure (sighs) so anything else on
1: um no i mean that all of that was wild this week i was like so busy trying to follow along so i'm ready to jump in
0: okay before we get into the episode you guys i want to talk about our sponsor this week you heard us talk about lomi a couple weeks ago um and explain you know When you feel bad for like wasting leftover food you never got to in the fridge or even the ends of like fruits or vegetables that we don't use um, or like how many plates of food you throw away like your kids didn't finish and you don't want to eat it because like, I don't know, for me, I see their fingers all over it. I'm like, I'll pass. (laughs) Um, But I always feel guilty about throwing it away. Well, now I can throw all of those things into my loamy and turn the food waste and scraps into dirt Um, i can use that dirt in my garden or i can throw the soil in an eco bin instead of just extra garbage and in california um we're actually the law has passed and we're all required to use composting bins um and they're really enforcing it by 2024 so it's it's perfect timing for us in california Um, the reason behind this law is to keep millions Of tons of materials out of landfills, reduce methane emissions, gases. So um, we would have to do this anyways, but this is a great way to help the environment as well as, you know, reduce your own garbage, help your garden. So what can you do? Well, I wasn't sure how, how to go about composting. So for me, this worked out perfect. Um, It's something I always wanted to do. I think you said, Holly, you'd been interested in doing it, but we just didn't know where to start. Yeah. So what Lomi allows me to do very easily is turn my food scraps into dirt with just the push of a button. Lomi's a countertop electric composter that turns scraps to dirt in under four hours. There's no smell when it runs. It's really quiet. And I have way less garbage now. Uh, that means it's not going to landfills and producing more methane. Um, and I can turn my waste into nutrient rich dirt that I can feed to my plants. They have different settings and modes, so you can have a longer cycle for, you know, if you want to use it for gardening or if you're just looking to um, put it in the eco bin, it can run, you know, faster. Um, I personally am excited to like, I feel it feels good to like, oh, I can use like the end of this celery stock and it's going put it in my garden it feels like you know cool that my plants are eating the, my food
1: yeah it's like this, <laughs> it's like the circle of life uh, yeah it, it's so circle cool
0: of life. anyways yeah i was shocked how easy it was to start and use um there's a, a good manual that comes with it but really a super easy youtube video that tells you everything yes um on how to use your loamy it's quiet you can keep it in your kitchen. You can keep it in your garage if you don't have space on your countertop. Um, You know, it's not too big, but, you know, it just depends what you prefer. It's, you know, very flexible that way.
1: And it's like still Uh, chic looking too. Um, Yesterday, it was my dad's 70th birthday and I've been telling my mom about it because my mom loves to garden. She just got like these really cool bulbs and everything. But we're having having this crazy weather right now, so we're waiting a little bit to like start the, you know, planting. And so I, I literally brought it over to my mom's house yesterday and we had leftovers, like we had leftover rice, we had leftover spinach. And so I like put it in their garage and showed them and like they are like, so they think it's so cool. And it's, it's such a cool little
0: thing. Oh, that's awesome. Well, if you guys want to start making a positive environmental impact or just clean up after your dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. You can head to Lomi.com slash pumpers and use the promo code pumpers to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 when you head to Lomi, L-O-M-I dot com slash pumpers and use promo code pumpers at checkout food waste is gross so let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can oh my gosh especially right now when it's like freezing and pouring down rain and I know the rest of the country is about to get like blasted out with blizzard so yes now you don't have to go out to the garbage as often totally All right, episode three which I like to think of as Uber away to a drunk guy and left me stranded yes (laughs) and Holly had already laughed so I was like "Eh, Uh, help uh, I was so mad that's horrible I'm like Schwartz that was my Uber
1: I love that you called him out too like that's the best (laughs) I would have just like told you guys about it and not said anything but I love that you said something it's amazing
0: So we start off with James. Okay, I know people were speculating where he moved to. I knew there was no way he was moving to the valley. Confirmed. He's in Miracle Mile. So that's in the heart of the city, you guys. Um, So I think Allie definitely must have moved in with him. Yeah. So they have their little moment making their French press coffee. And you can see James is like, I'll do it. I'll do it. It's like, just let her do it. Calm down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I always like I get anxiety during their scenes because yeah, he he's like she's like I want to push it. He's like no, I want to push it. It's like, oh my god. Like <laughs> I I can't. I th- <laughs> and I think it's because like like I'm like James and I'm not like Allie. And so but it like it, like watching it just like I'm like, oh, I can- oh my god.
0: I like her clothes. Like it's just it's just what I would wear like if I was her.
1: I also like that I feel like she has like a real eye and Raquel did too like they have an eye for filming like I like that they took everything off their counters like they know how to have a clean scene which later in the episode we'll discuss who does not know how to have a clean scene um but like it was just like it's very aesthetic looking at their apartment you know right um, what was not aesthetic was going over to Tom and Ariana's house um, when his dog took a shit on the carpet. <laughs> that is. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I keep using the word triggering, but I don't know what else to say. So, you guys, when I, I managed like a high rise building in downtown LA, and it was like a fully furnished um, apartment complex that was live work. So, it was like we provided everything for the tenants and um, I remember I went up to this room this lady needed something like her internet wasn't working or something so I went up there to go check on it and I walked in or she wasn't home and she needed me to go into her something something happened so I entered her unit and she had the cutest little dog but there was probably like 18 little turds all over like this really nice carpet this rug that we had put into her unit like just poops all over it and it was, like, as soon as I saw that scene, I was, like, oh, my God, that reminds me of that little – it was disgusting. Yeah.
0: Anyways. Yeah. Then we have the,
1: uh, new me, new me, who dis, who dis? <laughs> I – I saw um in in one of, either on Reddit or like one of the groups I saw that a a girl was like DMing with a guy who was like, "Oh yeah, I make the songs for Vanderpump Rules. I have like seven of them that are on there right now or something." And I was like, "I wonder if he made this one because it
0: it was it was a vibe." <laughs> I don't know why that reminded me of did you watch the Lifetime movie with Rochelle in it? No. Cuz like Selling Sunset has like kind of similar music, but better. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she looks so different. What was funny is I had recorded two back-to-back new Lifetime movies and the one, I didn't even know she was in it, um, but it was Chrishell Strauss from Selling Sunset, and then the one before it, oh my God, I'm going to save them for this weekend if we see Raquel um, rather than send them, because it is her doppelganger. I'm like Raquel's in a Lifetime movie. Like I, I kept taking pictures of the screen. I'm like, oh my god, that's awesome. So I'll have to send those to you. Yes. All right, so we have LVP walking into Sir past Stoic Cody. We finally know his name.
1: That you know what I love that, and I love you guys. If you check out our reels on our Instagram, um, but Sarah made this one, and like as soon as I saw it, like it it just warmed my heart.
0: Well, and shout out to Raquel for telling us his name. Yeah, thank, you, thank Raquel.
1: you, Raquel.
0: Literally, last time we were there, Holly wanted to go up to him and just really talk to him and give him a thumbs up because you know he's been standing there since we since before Dave, we've ever heard, yes. ever heard of Sir.
1: But Bef- yes, like literally day one, like he's been there, um, and I, he and he always has like the same like it like he, he literally like if he has an apple watch his standing hours have to be like 24 hours a day because it's like he he just is there standing
0: and you know what he's like he's like the the british guard the yes. guys that can't blink or smile or yeah, talk. he doesn't
1: react he does not he's just there
0: <laughs> i know and i'm like i could do that job outside of like standing on my feet that long that would hurt but like i could just like literally stare at a blank wall for hours and be fine with it like I feel like I could do that cuz I could just zone out into my little world. Um so I think I could connect with him. Yeah. Maybe we could share tips or something. I don't know. But props cuz you know he's always there. Yeah. Shout out to Cody. Cody. Um Peter insists his pride is not hurt. LVP's like, "Okay, okay, I get it, Peter. I've never been dumped either."
1: And, and I, like, what is, like, I cannot wait to, like, for, like, I want to, like, act a certain way. And then the next day I want to do, like, the Raquel and the Peter and be like, I don't remember much from that night. I didn't, nope, don't, nope, <laughs> don't quite remember anything. It's, I a, it's really a,
0: don't see Peter getting blackout it's drunk. A,
1: it's a blur. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Especially, he's not, he's not really the guy that gets blackout drunk, A, because, like, he wouldn't allow it. That much alcohol in his body, but B, like the size of the drinks at like Schwartz and Sandy's, you you need a lot of them for Peter to get drunk.
1: <laughs> and like, and Peter like loves wine, and like he's there. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna lose control with his alcohol. He's just not.
0: <laughs> nope, nope. Pride not hurt. Nope.
1: So, but Lisa isn't having it, and she's like, Peter, I've never been dumped either.
0: We have a friend like that. Yeah, like, and I am always like, <coughs> bullshit. Yeah, I could I could name a few. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to do that? <laughs> we'll just go along with what you said.
1: And I'm sure we could name a few for Peter too. So uh-huh. maybe maybe for you, Lisa. But let's not let's not include Peter in that.
0: <laughs> well, you didn't Lisa marry at like 20 years old? Anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so. like we're yeah we're we're looking at like high school relationships at this point.
0: Right. So Raquel tells Lisa she was late because Graham was sick. I mean, smart move because instantly Lisa's like, "Yo, we're late."
1: Oh, I love that. I I love that dog.
0: The one she didn't get at Vanderpump Dogs. Yeah. (laughs) Should we talk about that? Anyways, she's like, excuse me. She's upset. She's like, "Oh, I think you still love James. You can't get over him, can you? You can't. You can't." She's like basically pressuring Raquel to cry more. She's like, of course you still love him! It's like she's excited that she's got, like, a hurt person in front of her.
1: And again, like, it's always horrible when, like, the emotions come out through your tears in front of someone and then you're trying to hold it and then they say, like, take a breath, like, it's okay, and then it's like it comes out more and it's just like, you could tell, like... I, I really doubt that Raquel wanted to go, like, <gasps> on camera. You know what I mean? Like, she's trying to hold it in, and it just, you
0: know. And then, in pure Lisa, Lisa fashion, I've seen this before, this technique. She did it to Sheena. When poor Sheena was just trying to eat some french fries, she's like, You all broke it. Oh, let it out, let it out. Now you must get back to work. <laughs>
1: like yeah. Here, help. here, take this. You slobbed all over it
0: and I brought you to tears and encouraged you to sob. Now get back to work.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: dude, let her like Can give she her go to the bathroom for a second?
1: Yeah, can she take a minute?
0: <laughs> Crazy. But
1: I but I also loved the sequence of this scene where um Raquel comes walking and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so late. It's like bright daylight outside." She's like, "Okay, let me clock in and let let me have a conversation with Lisa first Like our... are <laughs> <laughs> Do you like did someone take your tables for you like it was it packed in there at sir in the afternoon
0: I love when Raquel like stepped to Lisa later when she's like I really would have preferred you didn't tell him I was like damn a couple
1: of, like there was like a few moments where I'm like okay Raquel like th- things again I wouldn't do mm-hmm. because I would like my I call it, like, Ella Enchanted. Like, I can't help but say yes to everyone, and so it's hard for me to ever, like, stand up and say, you know, like, but Raquel
0: did it, like, twice. Well, yeah, and she normally wouldn't have in prior seasons either because she's also, I think she, you know, she wants to please her boss and everyone and and be easy, and so... Yeah, I was shocked a lot of times when she was out with Katie and Lala. That's so why I was like, yeah. this is great. She's standing up for herself. And I'm yeah. like, but Talisa, that really takes some balls. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. So then we go over for basically a fake scene, I think. It, I don't know. <laughs> of Ariana and Katie looking at a space. Shout out to Jamie, their realtor. They, is, Jamie is the host of Jamie all over podcast. Go check it out. It's a really fun, interesting podcast. She, you may also know her as the occasional co-host of shenanigans. Sheena's podcast. Um, she's Sheena's best friend or one of Sheena's best friends. Cause I know Sheena has a lot of best friends, but she truly is. <laughs> <laughs> and she was on our podcast, most importantly. <laughs> so shout out to Jamie. Uh, also, her business sugar taco go check out sugar taco it was supposed to be featured and
1: you know just you know what i I just thought i just thought of a merch idea for sheena like she could have like a a sweatshirt or a t-shirt that says one of sheena's best friends
0: and and you (laughs) no no let's not tell her let's just do it ourselves and then we can we can Sell her the licensing rights.
1: Oh, my God. That would be hilarious, though. Like, that's what, like, her podcast listener should be, one of her best friends. Like, it's my hilarious. God. I love this idea. Me, too. Damn it.
0: Damn I, it. Can, can, can you go to your guy today so we can wear that tomorrow? Yes.
1: Yeah. You know, the Westminster Do- Mall is, like, completely dying. Like, everything's yep. gone. And the last time I went there, my guy was gone. Aww. Like, because they're ripping it down and making it, like, Bella esque you know?
0: I mean, we can – I got, you know, the stuff done very cheaply and quickly, but not like, you know, can you do this in an hour? Yeah, yeah. Other places. So that sucks. Yeah. Um, But
1: but maybe he's there. Maybe I'll swing by today after I pick up Daisy after baton.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Like anything. Yes. Give me me a hat or anything I can just (laughs) – and then you have – yeah.
1: Yeah, that's hilarious. I'll, I'll work on it. Um okay, so I have a problem with this. And I love Jamie. I loved this scene for every, you know, like they're they're creating storylines, so I get it. Like they have to start somewhere with their like how are they going to show the sandwich shop coming to be without having these scenes? But um why on earth would you be looking for a space when you don't have investors or money? Like someone help me like I've never started a business but like or a restaurant or a sandwich shop but is that what you do you would pay rent on something for months and months and months and months and months <laughs> to not yeah. have an investor or any idea
0: well that's the thing it's like that's why we're saying fake scenes because I understand you would l- want to look at spaces so you get a feel for what you're looking for so you yeah. can put that into your budget to yes. get investors yes but the, the but Ariana was literally like I mean, I'd like to see maybe one or two more places before we decide. I'm like, or maybe get investors and then decide. Yeah, I don't know, maybe they want to have a say because one of the most important things for a restaurant is location. location. <laughs> so maybe your investors might want to say in that. I don't know. <laughs> But, yeah. That's no, but, yeah, you're it. right.
1: It would be smart, though, to, like, you wouldn't want to go to your investors and say, I have no idea where we're going to have it, what it's going to look like. So, yeah, go see some places, get inspired. That That's true. You could do yeah, that. Yeah, do
0: some research on the area, the demographics, and who lives there, and who's most likely to be I, your demographic and see if it meshes.
1: I was really happy that Jamie kind of put them on the spot. And she was like, so last time we talked, like, you guys – we're looking for investors. Like, has that happened? You know, so it was nice to kind of get that update of, Nope, they don't have any.
0: Yeah. And you guys, I don't think they, they still do. You know, they made that announcement. Like it might be, Like Katie literally said it, it might be coming in the spring, but the location they pretended it was going to be at either. I mean, they've made no progress as we told you. And we posted pictures they took the sign down, and then Holly's investigative journalism talking to the neighboring businesses said, "No, that's not happening anymore, so I don't know,
1: so maybe it is, but if it is, nothing has been done, so I think we're like back at square one where may or or maybe like they decided like they're not taking the lease until they're ready. I don't know, but it nothing is happening. It's very similar to Schwartz and Sandy's, where it's like we were waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting
0: yeah that scene when Schwartz goes into Schwartz and Sandy's and is like spraying the plants or whatever and he's like oh okay yeah hopefully we'll get this open like hopefully within the month yeah (laughs) and I was like uh it folks it was three months later (laughs) yeah because that was like July 22nd or something and they opened like mid-October so August September yeah three months yeah right so that when we first went mid-October yes yeah okay so okay, anyway yes. schwartz's place so okay. <laughs> okay here's what i've concluded all these years we've accused katie of being like a messy hoarder maybe it was schwartz maybe i it wasn't.
1: yes i when i i like i
0: sorry katie
1: yeah i've been like scared to pause like for how i'm watching the thing but i like my mouth was open oh it was i saw the preview to this you know before the episode came out and i was just like oh my gosh like i'm sorry katie like i was wrong
0: (laughs) i know because her apartment looks spotless every time i see it um like the show or on instagram or anything i'm like it always looks clean and then it's just just like but like i feel like being in a partnership and being
1: married for 12 wait has she is her relation her relationship is 12 years yeah um
0: married five
1: yes um part of that is is like you help your you help your partner with things like that maybe it like they're not that strong and like for instance one of uh chad's things that I help him with is like moving it along like he will stop and like work on something like OCD style and I'm like okay we don't have to do like it's okay we don't have to do that right now like let's move on I will do that later don't worry you know like there's things that you help your partner with so I feel like Katie could have helped a little bit with the, the clutteredness and it was worse in the Bubba apartment I feel like it got a little better as they got more space but I don't know
0: did you see I had, like, 15 bananas? Yes. I like, that's a lot of fucking bananas, dude.
1: Yeah. I always get scared to buy that many bananas because I won't be able to eat them in time, you know? 100%. And my kids I, I my kids two... love bananas, too, but, like, I buy a bunch, and, like, we, like, you know, it, like, we get through that, but sometimes one goes bad, and into the it compost like machine. one
0: dude. It no <laughs> really look yeah <laughs> unless Joe really likes uh, bananas but I'm like that's a lot for one person yeah Joe likes a banana alright he said he uses <laughs> <laughs> that a was a horrible joke cow? I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Um, he said he uses sparklets bottles to do his squats like how like on his back
1: I, oh, I was thinking like like a big sparklet's water like in the cooler, and then he like uses it like a like a bell, like a, what are those things called, like the kettle bell, oh, kettle ball. And he's all oh. rrr, rrr, I don't know. That's so big though. Yeah, he he's he's a big dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, he is tall.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that his house immediately stressed me out. Like the boxes, like anytime, I I hate moving. It's like moving is the worst. So like I absolutely like give him, you know, some grace with that. It's like moving is horrible. But A, it's been a while. B, even though like it's horrible, it's like it feels a lot better if you unload those things and clear your space. Like you can't, like it's just not, you don't feel good when that ish is all around. But clearly it does not affect him.
0: So then we have Sheena come over. Well, he's freaking. He's like, oh, it's just a face, just a face, just a face. Like, he's like, so it wasn't real. even
1: this bad in college. Remember, I went to college in Florida, everyone.
0: <laughs> so Sheena, Sheena on the beat comes over with her investigative journalism. She's like, who did you stay up with last night? And he's like, oh, my friend Joe. Is Joe a girl or a guy? Oh, a girl, but you know, no, 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 Sheena, no, she's she's my girl. Like nothing, nothing's happened. She's like, okay, well, maybe not yet.
1: Um, really quick, like jumping ahead, did you notice how any time that someone brought up Raquel or or anything that Tom was doing, Katie quickly was like, you know, like Raquel's like, hey, dude, like we haven't made out, and Tom's like, I haven't made out with Raquel yet, like nothing, and she's like, I know, I know. Yeah. It's like, okay, Katie, like, so you're really keeping tabs, right? Like, I don't know. Like, it it would bug me if – like, I don't care if Joe – if him and Joe are friends or whatever. I would be annoyed that he was living with another girl. Like, it would, like, literally bother me. Even if I was the one who – chose, like, that wanted the divorce and everything. I'd be like, really? You have to have a roommate? Like, you can't be by yourself. I'm by myself. Right. So, like – Everything like it's just like things are just not adding up.
0: So he says he's like over himself, and Sheena's like, "Well, let's help you get under someone else." <laughs> like, <laughs> I just had to, you know, we need the Sheena laugh in there. Yes, Sheena says that Katie had told her she wanted him to, when they were in Vegas for the Vanderpump Paris opening, which was a few months prior to this, Katie had said, no, no, help support Schwartz, you know, moving on. I want him to move on because it'll make me feel less guilty because she had been dating and potentially effing other dudes. So that makes sense. Like I can see she probably was feeling bad. Meanwhile, we're hearing Schwartz go, "Oh, it still feels like cheating. I can't date yet." Like you would feel kind of guilty, right? Yeah. So I believe she, that she did tell Sheena that in Vegas. So that's what Sheena's doing, and now she's mad about it. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, so Sheena's supposed to be a mind reader of Katie's changing moods. Is yes. Saying. So we already kind of talked about what they talked about on the podcast didn't think it was that bad if you guys want to listen to it it's on shenanigans i think it was posted like july 22nd 2022 yeah so go check it out so we have james and Elliot, at sir and lisa tells him about Graham. he's like what do you mean
1: this scene cracked me up so like they they both come in like dressed to the nines just to pull up to the bar and he's like well, you know, like, what are you guys doing here? Oh, I'm just here to get my check for See You Next Tuesday. Is is it here? Can you check on that? <laughs> like, oh. Like, som- sometimes, sometimes I wish that I could just watch this show, like, completely, like, not knowing what's going on. Never going there. Not knowing these people. Not knowing how they put this show together. Like, it would be so amazing. Like, sometimes I miss that, you know, the the wonder of it all. But it's it's – it's hard
0: (laughs) do restaurants still do like checks like you go in to pick up your paycheck
1: i i really i mean that's like always been a thing but i you know like or you like get your physical copy of it even though it like got direct deposited you know like you go pick that up and you go get your tips still because they it's all in cash and they separate it i don't know i don't know if it's still done like that what do
0: you think he gets for see you next tuesday I just can't imagine them paying them that much, because like I—I like, I mean, would you say five hundred? That's what I think in my head, five hundred dollars. But like you know, his nightclub gigs, he's getting five or ten grand, right?
1: Yeah, I would say it's like, like or 300, per- like three hundred to five hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, like or you know, something in the percentage of the bar. But there's not that many people there to really make that I much
1: of a difference of the bar. Absolutely die to know that info. Like that would be
0: amazing and also i'd be pissed off if if part of my pay is based on a percentage of the bar because not anymore but traditionally in the past it's impossible to get a drink so remember i would just always give up and i'm like yeah like hire some more staff so that i could actually make money off the bar of you actually serving people
1: yeah definitely in the last year it's been extremely easy to get a drink (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I was like, yes, <laughs> you could just belly up right to the bar. It's no problem. Um, yeah, I, I want. Yeah, that would be so interesting to find that out.
0: So then, Rick comes up and James confronts her, and that's when she steps to LVP. I really would have preferred you didn't tell James.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: I love it. Balls. So, so then-
1: yeah, so James is like, I, I can't believe this. Like, I, I can't. Like, so he's like super upset.
0: He's sobbing. Yeah. He's like, I miss Graham more than Raquel. I'm like, that, ooh. That's so mean. And then he's like, so the dumb or stupid, is that just because he she didn't tell him that he was hurt? Or I was wondering, because she's like, I'm like, why was he in a boarding facility? Like, wouldn't you rather call your ex and say, can you take Graham while I'm out of town so I don't have to put him in a boarding facility? Maybe that's like, why wouldn't you call me and ask me? Or was he talking about? Just notifying him because he was sick.
1: I was confused. See, I I need to like rewatch this scene because I heard it as like he went to the emergency room, and a, a lot of times like when they have to sedate the dog and stuff, they'll request that the dog spends the night at the facility. You know what I mean? So they can keep an eye on them and monitor and everything. Oh. I thought that he, while he was there and, like, probably spending the night, he escaped from that boarding area and dug out and ran away. But I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe, okay. I
1: don't know. Maybe I heard that wrong.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that she was going somewhere, so she put him in a boarding place, because I don't, when I hear boarding, that's what I think of, is like, you, you're you bringing, and that he freaked out, and then in trying to get out of the fence, he punctured himself.
1: Yeah. I, and again, like, I feel like this is another scene where...
0: But I think it could be either way, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, obviously, that we're, this isn't about Graham. This is about the fact that, like, Raquel and James had this life together for four years. And, you know, they were each other's best friend, or just like he is with Ali. And now you know Raquel's doing life by herself with Graham and I feel like it just slammed James in the face where it's like you don't get those calls anymore because you're not a part of her life you know like it was just like uh, finally he showed some emotion unfortunately it wasn't towards Raquel it was towards Graham but at least there was like something there that broke through
0: yeah okay so we go to the tipsy cow here's what I found interesting Lala like sports a snakeskin bodysuit for girls night and then on her actual date, she wears, like, spandex shorts and a blazer. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. So I thought this was – okay, Is was on Katie. Okay, that makes sense going out. But then when Raquel walked up, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. So now getting a bigger picture because, you know, we said it on a couple of podcasts ago. I was shocked when I went back on Katie's podcast. I would forgotten that – she had Raquel on, like, before Katie had, it was after Raquel split from James, but before Katie asked Schwartz for a divorce, she had Raquel on, and Katie was like, oh, you're kind of like an inspiration, look what you, you know, you did, and for that reason, I thought, wow, she, like, inspired Katie, basically, to get a divorce, that that kind of then messed up for the Raquel to go... Because I don't think they're friends. They don't hang out. They don't. So the whole Raquel friend circle was a real stretch because they're not really friends. Right. But after that podcast, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I understand why Katie's a little more pissed. But now watching this scene, oh, they filmed together and specifically talked about this topic. It makes more sense why Katie felt more betrayed because she literally told Raquel, I wouldn't be ready for that.
1: And like we can't like they literally are cast mates. you know what I mean like they they yeah. work together it's it it is a little I don't think you can dismiss it as them not being friends because it's like there's it's a little more than that like it's like a degree closer to friends than you know, mm-hmm. if they I don't know,
0: yeah, so i I. I get it there because literally that whole scene was about how she's not comfortable and wouldn't be comfortable. Oh my God. Katie's eyes and Lala's eyes when they like glazed over when Raquel's like, no, I totally wouldn't date him. I don't want a relationship with him, but you know, like it would just be, it would be nothing more than a makeout. And they were just like, I think they thought they got their message across to Raquel. And then she said that and they're like, wait, what?
1: It's kind of like, Katie and Lala had this reaction a few times during this episode because it was almost the same as when those guys kept saying, "Like, are you guys going out drinking after this? Are you drinking after?" And it's like, "Hello, <laughs> yes. like, are we are we exactly. like talking to the wall?"
0: Right. So then I'm thinking, okay, well, I I mean, unfortunately, it was like Katie and not Lala because they do the flashback of Raquel saying, you know lala's always tried to like kind of make me feel insecure called me dumb and they showed that flashback of her her calling her dumb you can't be this dumb and then i thought ooh, last week lisa did that to lala like you can't be this dumb i'm like are you well are you getting the correlation here how like maybe something like that can hurt because you were very upset when lisa said that to you yes Um, so when they kind of doubled down and and came after Raquel I saw like a little bit in Raquel of like oh okay you're gonna tell me what to do well I'm gonna now double down and show you I'll do whatever the hell I want to do you know what I mean like a little bit of a not anymore bitch yeah yeah you're not gonna intimidate me anymore but yeah I don't know
1: this, this scene to me felt like very scripted um, like, they, like they're like they like setting up such a storyline you know where it's like we're gonna talk about Schwartz and then Raquel you're gonna say I am kind of into him and then we'll cut to your guys' reaction you know right. like, like it was like too much happening in one scene but like I have to give major props to all of them for bringing that to the table and then going all with Raquel having the balls to be like actually like i'm kind of i don't i'm not not into him you know it was like oh my god like yeah so i feel like even though it felt very like you know like they're real here we go we're setting up it they gave us a little extra and so i appreciated that
0: and i really appreciated the soundbite and confessional and flashback when Law was like i mean i get i would never do that right and then she tells her oh, but I slept with your boyfriend when you were in a relationship. <laughs> like, Raquel, called, she's like, you're a fucking hypocrite. Like, yes. You, you're, you're judging me on something that is hypothetical and did not happen when yes. you did this. Yes. So I was so glad they pointed that out. Yeah. Again, another moment for Raquel to, like, not take any shit.
1: The other thing that, like, is standing out to me is how Lala keeps referring to Katie as her best friend. Like, did yeah. you, like... Or that's where we are right now. I don't know. It just feels weird to me. But I guess we were in
0: that zone last year, though.
1: Yeah, I guess it's it's a filming zone. I feel like too.
0: Yeah. So I okay. was like, "So hey, we're okay." And um, I mean, what's Raquel supposed to say? She said, "Well, I mean, basically, I'm. You know, I guess it's fine. I'm. I'm just more like. What's more current is." James replacing her in a month and being so in love with Allie like that's more and I really
1: I loved that because I felt like it kind of put Lala in her place like that's really not what's bothering me right now Lala like I I was happy she said that because like it, it just kind of like gave her like the period on the sentence you know it was like yeah like okay that's annoying but you know him falling in love with Allie hurts
0: more yeah and it's really not that much of a surprise probably to her because she already f- felt that way like the way James and Lala were in Big Bear at Rob's cabin and you know yes. she's they flash back to like the way you guys keep touching each other and it was so fucking awkward. Yes. <sighs> okay, so then James shows up at Sandoval's band practice and he's like He's spending money on these limited edition gold-plated congos, And Schwartz is like, I pay for the band to practice. I pay for the practice space, the transportation, the food. The, uh, and James is like, maybe you should focus a little more on Schwartz and Sandy's. It's like, no shit. Yeah. That's a lot to pay for.
1: It's it's crazy. The, I, I I feel like um, T. Sandy's really getting a certain edit this season. You know, like they're really exposing him. Um you know like Schwartz has his whole storyline and Sandoval's storyline so far is that he's neglected Schwartz and Sandy's he's busy with the band he's spending too much money on the band he's neglecting Ariana they're passing each other like ships in the night you know it's like yikes where's this going
0: I liked so James is like he's excited to open I'm doing all new originals which I, I didn't really realize um But he's like, because this is a magical place for me and Ali. It's where we met. (gasps) It's like, and it was, it's where the magic happened. So I just had to laugh because you guys, we were there that night. And prior to him meeting Ali, he was asking other girls to come back to his hotel room that night. So I'm like, which magic happened? Some kind of magic happened. Yeah. She's the one that said, sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Once maybe like said no, no. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. He like was he was it. like
1: literally giving his hotel room number out. Like I wonder if like someone else <laughs> knocked on the door as they were like having their magical moment.
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, a hot girl walk. I screamed when Raquel's like, I want to lose. Ten. I screamed Thanks, as well. And you know, like don't even say tone and tight and i'm like okay thank you for correcting her but that's just horrifying
1: yeah i really appreciated sheena in that scene for yeah rewarding that and and raquel seemed to accept that too and and kind of you know like like that's something you know that happens as humans you know we, we we say something destructive like that And we don't really mean it. And then that's what your friend is there for to be like, dude, come on. Like, you look great. Just like if you want to feel better about yourself and be healthy, do that. You know what I mean?
0: It's probably because pre-pageant, she was training super hard and eating like, you know, just very, very healthy, clean, light, right, to be in optimal form for the pageant. Mm -hmm. And then as she told Peter, after the pageant, she's just been eating tons of carbs. So... I'm sure she just kind of means like, I was looking and feeling so good. I want to get back to that. Yes. You know, you give yourself a grace period or it's like, you know, after a breakup or something and you give yourself that little grace period or something and then you're like, okay, now it's time to get back to how I felt.
1: And I I liked that. I thought that was like a really authentic moment between them. And one where you can see that Sheena actually like is a, like she was always saying she's such a good friend, but like they give us these little moments where it's like, that is being a good friend and I also like that you know she thinks of her friends of like how it's going to feel to walk in by themselves to places like that's another thing that I as someone who doesn't like to walk in alone I like that yeah so um
0: the other thing I noticed when Lala told Raquel about how she fucked James when Raquel was in a relationship with James like Katie's Katie looked unfazed like she like There's no empathy or no shock. So just I have that in my head when Katie's then telling everyone Karma's a bitch and when your world burns, I'm going to smile. And it's like, okay, but then you should feel that way about Lala, too. Like there should be karma and payback for Lala because she did this to Raquel. So you can't just like pick and choose who who you're going to unleash karma on, (laughs) Katie. Yes. But I guess you know what? Maybe maybe it's obvious. Maybe Lala is getting her payback through this horrible thing with Randall. But that that, that's icky. Yeah, it is. It is.
1: Yeah, it's like too much to even say that. Um. Okay. So then, where do we go?
0: Um. Just in cases. So their date. Oh yeah. These guys were so douchey.
1: Oh, that it was really hard to watch. Yeah, they were yeah. – it, it just wasn't – they weren't uh, compatible at all. And, like, yeah, it was just, like, frustrating hearing them ask the same questions or – I don't know. I really loved when – also, like, when they went to the bathroom. I thought that was such a cute scene when they're, like, dude, like, this isn't – they're, like, abort mission. I thought I thought they were going to, like, run out. But then I also liked that they finished the conversation and were, like, thanks for coming out with us. Like, it, it actually had, like, a nice
0: ending, you guys gonna drink tonight (laughs) and it's just like oh my gosh dude yes i I get a little tired though of like there's just sometimes i really really like lala and like i've liked her on her podcast all this year and everything but when she either goes into gangster like you know when she would be like do you want to get popped like i mean i know you love that lala i i do uh, gangster lala or like over sexualized like lala you talk about all the time you just want to be home in your robe with no makeup on, but you know she you know, she's like the big talker, like you know I haven't given us blow job in nine months, like that's what you're leading with on your first date, like yeah, you know, she's the one that talks the big talk, but then I do handstands and da 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 da, but in reality isn't like totally, and she admits it, but like she continues to do it like every
1: chance she gets right i i heard I heard something heartbreaking, I don't know oh, I think it was, I think it was on watch what happens live when someone asked Lala if she still does her baby bottle, and she was like no, like i I'm like moved past that. that was like very heartbreaking
0: for me, well, like, it was just fake. she did it to
1: yeah it's it's kind of like when like Miley Cyrus did an interview and she said that like she actually hates party in the u s a and it literally shattered me. I was like. <laughs> I love that song and to hear like an artist say that they don't like doing it like it, it like ruins it and that's uh, how Pat, yeah. yeah that's how it was with like the bottle thing I'm like okay so when I see Lala this weekend I will not bring a bottle because she's over that
0: Pat Benatar literally says that every time at a concert because people always want to hear hit me with your best shot yeah
1: and I get it like I, I'm sure like it gets like extremely tiring you know doing those songs that just don't hit with you anymore but
0: it's like we love them what I wanted to bring this weekend is a pumpkin pie oh I was thinking about that (laughs) I told Sheena I said well don't worry I'm like like he's wrong I'm like pumpkin pie actually lasts a really long time I don't know why he said it goes bad so fast I also googled it after I made that statement and I'm correct it does last like four days
1: I, I thought it was – I see, I'm not a, like a pumpkin pie lover, so that was hilarious to me. Like I, I know exactly what he's talking about, like when you put your fork in there. Like it's just like – like it looks good. You want it to be good, but when you put it in your mouth, it just doesn't hit. I know, so I know people love pumpkin pie, so that's probably not for everyone. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I I love that we have another food item to put out at like our next get together. You know, like keep keep giving. Like we've got the pasta, we got the pumpkin pie, we've got the Capri Suns, we've got the string cheese, we've got yeah. the beer cheese. Like the, the, there's just like Taco more. Bell
0: tower. Yeah,
1: there the go. enchiladas. Like there's so many things.
0: Okay, so Graham the park. He's like, I just wanted to see. Graham whatever do you need some more closure or something and then he he's like I've never felt this way before I've never been so happy like he's so brutal with her like he totally gaslit her and and totally deflected when she calls him out for cheating on her in their relationship building their relationship on a foundation of lies and he's like what about Peter (laughs) yeah yeah what the hell dude like this is this is now this is a year later or six months later and she's not even seeing Peter it was
1: yeah this was this this reminds me of like my like you know high school-esque relationships when like after like you break up with someone like you're like let's meet up and like talk but you end up just torturing each other because like it's clearly over but like you still like say things to each other to like you know like well what about this (laughs) or what about like it was just like oh even the way like he's like i knew he would recognize me i this you know and and graham was like totally happy to see him you know it was just like oh and then poor raquel tries to bring up some stuff and he's just like I'm glad I didn't marry you. <laughs> like, what the I hell? Like,
0: I, she has a very valid point. Like, I knew there was something. You made me feel crazy for suspecting something with Lala, and all along you had cheated on me with her. And what about PETA? Like,
1: yeah, what about that sweaty, about disgusting him? manager? He's like, you used to come home and bitch about Peter. Like,. <laughs> 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 i love that i'm gonna ask raquel what did you used to bitch about peter about like what what was what what did he do that pissed you off
0: <laughs> but yeah he, 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 his words are so cutting i mean i would hate for him to be my ex because like he could just cut you to the bone like i'm so happy i've never felt this way before like,
1: and then she like raquel tries to like be like raw and authentic she's like you know that I was already—it uh, was always like a little insecure about you and Lala hanging out, and then I find out this, and he's like, "What do you want me to do about it?" It was—it was a long time ago. Like, we can we move? I thought I just came here to see Graham. It's like, ugh.
0: Like, what do you need? Like more closure? I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Like, totally... I'm sor- like okay, I'm so- like, what do I say? I guess I'm sorry about that. Like, it, it happened.
0: Oh it yeah, was- that's what he said. He's like, guys make mistakes. It's only—it was only—it
1: was only one time. And she's like, she's like, James. But I was so loyal to you. And he's like, I know you were. <laughs> like,
0: what? It's only one time. And yes, that's when she did the handstands. And because <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> God. Oh. All right, back to Katie listening to Sheena's podcast, and she talks to Lala, which now we know why Lala was not there. But she's like, she's an evil,
1: evil troll. <laughs> okay. okay, I have. <laughs> I have an issue with that. Like, they call, they call, like, uh, their fans trolls all the time. All, like, Stassi, yeah. Kristen, Katie have always done that. And now we're calling Sheena a troll? <laughs> I don't, like, for some reason, like, I fully picture, like, the fairy tale, like, little troll. And, like, Sheena just isn't fitting that for me. I wish she would have used a different word because, like, I want to laugh at that. But, like, it's not even funny. You yeah.
0: know. Yep, and the whole just blaming everything on her. It's like, Tom's a grown-ass man. He can make his decisions not to hurt you. You're the one that had a conversation with him about the friend group, and he's the one that didn't honor it, not Sheena.
1: That's what I wanted to point out. So when um, Raquel and James were at the park, um, James... He's like, why don't you take it up with Lala? You're so mad. Like, take it up with her. And Raquel stops him and she's like, no, I'm taking it up with you because I was in a relationship with you. And like, that's where we are. And it's like, if you look at Katie, she's not taking this up with Tom. I mean, she does later. But I feel the social media thing that's going on that Katie's encouraging. Katie is 100% encouraging the whole internet to bully raquel it's really horrible and it very much reminds me of the old mean girl stassi katie Kristen thing they're bullying raquel raquel yes she's part of it but like take it up with the dude and let's bring him into the
0: conversation it's horrible instead she's going out to lunch with tom and she's like she's get yelling at tom but not at him she's yelling at him about how shitty sheena is
1: Yes, and, and kind of in, like, this cry way where he wants – she literally wants him to comfort her. Like, it's, like, a completely different energy than she's bringing towards Sheena. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Tom, I don't – but I don't – they're shitty. Like, I, I don't know. I The energy different.
0: He is just so, like – even in his apartment when they're prepping, they're pre-gaming, and – He's just so afraid of Katie. He's like, oh, don't say this to her. Don't say that to her. And then when they show Katie and Tom interacting at the club, and he's literally cowering like an abused dog.
1: And again, if he kept that energy throughout with his actions, then I would be I, – I would say like, okay – Then, like, I I get behind his whole thing. But his actions are different than those weird little things that he does where he's like, don't say that to Katie. But then he goes and makes out with Raquel. So it's like he's literally doing the action that he's cowarding about and wanting us to feel sorry for him. I yeah. get why Katie's mad. Like, because it's, he's done this, their whole relationship. It's so annoying, but it's like, dude, like you chose that to be your partner. Like you were still like, we've gone through this with you for 12 years. Like, are yeah. we going to, are we going to cut it and start blaming him and just end it with that? Or are we going to be blame, saying that Raquel is a, a whore and this and that? Like, I, I don't like that. And,
0: and after all of this, these shenanigans at this club and this big fight, that just happened, he still goes and does it. So yes. it's like that's really on him.
1: And like put like put anyone else in the shoes of Raquel. Here like she James is parading around Allie. Like she's been dealing with a lot of ish, dude, and like no one is even giving her any credit for that. Like everyone's just like, up, oh, like yeah. Raquel Raquel, girl code. Girl code, Raquel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we get to the Canyon Club, and this explains why we missed the initial first fight with Katie and Sheena because you guys, these entrances are fake. Yes. (laughs) They pre taped this in the afternoon. How do I know this? Because I was in line at the door about to go in when up came Brad and Logan and this girl and they're like oh we got to get our tickets up at will call and I'm like oh hey Logan and he's like oh hey and kind of talking and then she, and then this girl is like waving at me going hey and I'm like hey we don't know who you are and then I realize it's Ariana <laughs> how I missed her I don't know but anyways I walked in to the Canyon Club with Ariana so I did not see myself in this scene did you? <laughs> She I, walked in with Katie. I was definitely looking. <laughs> there was nobody on the street. It was just the person at the door, and she walked in with Katie. I'm like, no, Ariana walked in with Brad and Logan and me. <laughs> I mean, Basically. to
1: be fair, it was it's so effing loud when Tom starts his little show that I get why they had to film before.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: But, um, yeah, that this was – I was and, frustrated and, because I, I definitely thought that we were going to see ourselves, but there's still more to come, like well, a lot more.
0: Yeah, it's not even there yet because, yeah, because Gene, um, we have this one. I ran into Jamie and then I was like, oh, there's Sheena and Brock. and We're all outside in the parking lot. So this was, yeah, they did their yeah. filming. And Raquel, all...
1: Raquel and Allie have a scene coming up. James and Raquel have a moment. Like, it, there's a lot coming.
0: Well, they're going to, they're going to show the band singing they're gonna yeah. show him performing we've got the um yeah like you said the alley and raquel thing outside yeah and then the whole katie sheena part two where that's when katie leaves and then we have the oh, ariana shoot.
1: um hold sarah i'll call you right back i'm so sorry okay i'll call you right back pounding on the door the street sweeper was going by and i'm like <gasps> i'm like i thought it was like a cop or something i'm like dang sorry Is your car out there it, no, uh, it was. I think Chad had just pulled up or something. No, it was. Yeah, it was him pounding on the door. I'm like, I'm podcasting.
0: Good. <laughs> sorry, had those everyone. Four pounds before. Yes,
1: it's like, especially when you're in the zone of like recording and you have headphones on. It's really startling when you hear like
0: da 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 You know, <laughs> especially at midnight. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm okay. so sorry. Where were we? Okay, so then then we have yeah, and then we saw Katie and ariana talking when katie's like i just want to leave i don't have any friends here she
1: really stormed out
0: watched katie get into the suv and leave and so there's going to be a whole thing next week i am praying to the gods i am edited out and i'm praying that you are not
1: i yeah i'm definitely praying that we see something or just like even us sitting at the table or something would be like so satisfying but um yeah, you guys, next week is going to be good if it's what we think it is. So hopefully all that makes it because it was like really juicy in person.
0: Yeah. So we just kind of finish up with um, Katie yelling going off on Sheena. Enough, enough. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. Yeah, what did you think about this? Like, like I- stop meddling. It's like, that's fine. And she does say, that's fine. I'm sorry. She says, you're derailing everything. It's like, Again, she's putting it all on Sheena. Placing like, a lot he... of
1: blame. Yeah. And I, but once again, like I, like just a nod to the editing and to all the cast members for like getting into it. I loved that rather than like beating around the bush, Katie just like when she just like said to Sheena, like, Oh, so you invited Raquel over for Tom to make out with, or yeah, for Raquel to make out with Tom. Like, I'm glad they got right into it. And this wasn't said behind anyone's back. Like, I loved that we got to literally witness the fight happen between them. Um, I know all about your plans, Sheena. (laughs) Yeah. And she really, she really, like, and she name called her right to her face, which I was like, okay, we're really. We're really sticking to this whole troll thing.
0: Yeah. And then she goes and tells Tom, I hate that bitch. I mean, like, she's not holding back. Your podcast is gross. You and your
1: podcast can just stop.
0: (laughs) Okay. There's no room for you in this. He's like, stop being friends with her. And he's like, No, oh, she's my friend. You're not losing anything in Sheena's friendship. Come on. It's like she's still get trying back, to toss him around. Get back under your bridge. <laughs> <laughs> like how can she dictate who Tom is friends with or dates or sleeps with? It's just like you wanted to move on, okay?
1: <laughs> and I also see why like I I was like coward like I felt like I wanted to like slump over like Tom was doing too like he does one little thing by going on a podcast doing a favor for Sheena opening up (laughs) about something to entertain all of us and she's over there just like pounding on him like I don't care nice friends nice friends you have great friends
0: and you know and I will say this for Tom's defense because it is you know it's on Tom not Raquel not Sheena But, like, Katie, where was your empathy towards Tom? You asked him for a divorce, A, in the middle of, like, the highest stress point of trying to open Schwartz and Sandys, which happened to also be when his dad had been in ICU for 90 days and they thought he was going to die and he was trying to fly back and forth to see him, and his brother had cancer. So where was your empathy towards him? You asked him for a divorce right in the heart of – all of that I feel like they're
1: really throwing Katie a bone by not bringing that up more like I I, maybe it will be brought up later but I feel like right now they're really letting her have a moment to you know like be on top of this whole divorce thing Um, maybe that will change I have a feeling it will change you know once everything it starts even heating up even more but um, right now Mm. she's got an okay edit you know
0: well yeah because who's the showrunner yeah her best friend's (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they don't
1: they don't want to upset Stassi's BFF, her
0: best friend's secret admirer. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Pretty good episode. I can't wait to see what we experience this weekend again. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait what on. really
1: just really quick, sorry. Um What what did uh why do I say I called Brock? He asked me to come on the podcast.
0: Oh, he um he's like Brock it, tell Sheena to just like stop with all this nonsense of I don't was it about Raquel or something? Yeah, like, yeah. Bro Bro, come on the podcast to talk about it. Like basically <laughs> like oh because because Sheena had Raquel oh Um, yes 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 and he felt like he was she was exploiting her yes for her podcast and she's doing the same to Schwartz now and so he's like just tell her to back off like it's too soon and then and then he's like he's like Sheena
1: must just be bored with the baby
0: (laughs) yes because both new moms are very bored yes so
1: bored oh
0: just like, so Look at yeah, that's you. what flies. Bro- <laughs> Brock, si- Brock is on China's side. Let's capitalize as much as we can off this <laughs> podcast and our friends. Where he's <laughs> tell me, he's like Lisa. Tell me about it. Yes, <laughs> podcast, I love that. Like
1: Brock is Brock is still, you know, he's still working.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to support that podcast, it, yeah, he brings it. It's a partnership. <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool okay awesome you guys we can't wait for next episode and like sarah mentioned earlier stay tuned um to our social media this weekend and we're going to drop a patreon and hopefully another podcast we will be recording either you know friday saturday sunday or all the days we'll have to see how wild it gets but stay tuned
0: yeah all right talk to you soon okay bye bye